Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is Tuesday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and and to you, my brothers and sisters, that that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy. Bestow in abundance your mercy upon us, and grant that with you as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Jeremiah. The Lord said to me, Say this word to the people. Tears flood my eyes, night and day unceasingly, since a crushing blow falls on the daughter of my people, a most grievous injury. If I go into the countryside... There lie men killed by the sword. If I go into the city, I see people sick with hunger. Even prophets and priests plough the land. They are at their wit's end. Have you rejected Judah altogether? Does your very soul revolt at Zion? Why have you struck us down without hope of cure? We are hoping for peace. No good came of it. For the moment of cure, nothing but terror. The Lord, we do confess our wickedness and our father's guilt. We have indeed sinned against you. For your name's sake, do not reject us. Do not dishonour the throne of your glory. Remember us. Do not break your covenant with us. Can any of the pagan nothings make it rain? Can the heavens produce showers? No, it is you, the Lord. O our God, you are our hope, since it is you who do all this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. For the glory of your name, O Lord, deliver us. For the glory of your name, O Lord, deliver us. Do not hold the guilt of our fathers against us. Let your compassion hasten to meet us. We are left in the depths of distress. For the glory of your name, O Lord, deliver us. 
O God, our Saviour, come to our help, for the sake of the glory of your name. O Lord, our God, forgive us our sins. Rescue us for the sake of your name. For the glory of your name, O Lord, deliver us. Let the groans of the prisoners come before you. Let your strong arm reprieve those condemned to die. But we, your people, the flock of your pasture, will give you thanks forever and ever. We will tell your praise from age to age. For the glory of your name, O Lord, deliver us. Alleluia, alleluia. The seed is the word of God. Christ is the sower. All who come to him will live forever. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Leaving the crowds, Jesus went to the house and his disciples came to him and said, Explain the parable about the darnel in the field to us. He said in reply, The sower of the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed is the subjects of the kingdom, the darnel the subjects of the evil one. The enemy who sowed them, the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. The reapers are the angels. Well then. Just as the darnel is gathered up and burnt in the fire, so it will be at the end of time. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that provoke offences and all who do evil, and throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. Then the virtuous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Listen, anyone who has ears. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. All right, back to the parables. And here we have an explanation of the parable. Um, Every now and then the disciples will come and just say to Jesus, look, we don't really get this one. Uh, And so Jesus gives the explanation. But what's interesting about the explanation that Jesus gives of these parables is that they're, they're short. Like, there's not a lot that's contained in them, really. Like, it gives us sort of a a, a toehold into the essence of the parable, but it's not like Jesus is preaching a sermon on the meaning of the parable. He just, he says, look, sorrow the good seed, son of man, field is the world, good seed is the subjects of the kingdom, darn all the subjects of the evil one, da-da-da-da-da. And at the end, darn all gathered up, burnt in a fire, wheat brought into the harvest. Jesus still leaves plenty of work for us to do to get in and dig around in the parable and and strive to understand it. And that's the thing about the parables. You know, there's something that is really precious when you find it for yourself. And that's the thing. Even after Jesus' explanation of the parable of the darnel and the wheat, there are still a whole bunch of questions that we could possibly ask him about the meaning of what it all is. Jesus doesn't give an exhaustive explanation of the ins and outs of the parable. So we've still got to jump in. We've we've got to go in there and dig around and really find what it is that Jesus has left for us to discover. Now, I think one of the interesting things about the darnel and the wheat, 
Uh, and, and I don't know, maybe this is lost on us a little bit, but Darnell and Wheat actually look pretty similar to one another. Darnell is a kind of rye grass, and it grows in the same way that wheat does. It, it creates this long green stalk, and it has these ears of grain that appear at the top. Uh, and as they grow side by side, it's really hard to know which one is which. Uh, and, you know, the servants, they, they grow sus that something isn't quite right, that there's weed among the crop. And so they go, look, did you did you buy cheap seed? Like, was it was it mixed with other stuff? And it's, and the master says, no, 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 no. We put in the good stuff, but an enemy has done this. So you know, the servants are like, okay, well, well, do you want us to go and you know do a bit of weeding? And then you get the answer. You can't tell. You you don't know what the weed is and what the wheat is because they look so identical. Now, there is a time, though, when the darnel and the wheat start to differentiate themselves, and it's at harvest. When wheat ripens, it turns white or yellow, you know, it dries out, and the head, because of the weight of its grains, falls over and points towards the ground. Darnel, however, stays green, and it stays pointing upwards. And so the owner of the field says to the servants, look, you guys can't separate one from the other. You don't know how. The ones who can will be the reapers. The ones who come at harvest time, they are able to sort out Dano from the wheat in no time. Now, I think there's an important lesson here for us spiritually that you just can't tell until the harvest. And like the servants, we're called to humility, to acknowledge the fact that, you know, Darnell and Wheat, uh, we, we struggle to really tell the difference. So we can't divide the harvest yet. How tempted we are to put people into categories of in and out, of faithful and unfaithful, of Darnell and Wheat, those destined for the blazing furnace and those destined for the halls of heaven. But you don't know. The reapers are the only one who actually really come to understand in a way that is definitive, that, that leads to the furnace or to the barn. But that's not you and me. Now, of course, that doesn't mean that we walk through life with blinkers on, imagining that we can't possibly know good or evil. No, no, no. We have moral reasoning, we have our consciences, and we have God's divine revelation and its interpretation in the teachings and magisterium of the church. We do have access to knowing and understanding what's good and evil. But at the end of the day, what I can't know is who is Darnell and who is Wheat. Now, I think that's a message, of course, for us uh, not to be judgmental towards other people and to remain humble about what we can truly know about them. But I think also at the same time, it becomes an opportunity for hope. That humility to which we are called, that acknowledgement that I can't ultimately know and that it's only at the harvest time that Darnell and Wheat make themselves apparent means that though 
I may know people who have the appearance of Darnell. I can't know until the end of the story. I think that's hopeful. It's hopeful particularly because, you know, a lot of grandparents especially speak to me about the turmoil they feel in their children no longer going to Mass and their grandkids not getting baptised. And, you know, it, it causes them a lot of distress and, and, and sorrow. But don't count them out just yet. Don't despair of the ones who might actually turn out to be wheat. I think this gospel, it chastens the proud and it raises the despairing. So don't be so certain that those you've discounted as Darnell, that they actually end up in the fire, might actually be you who turns out to be the Darnell. So be humble. But at the same time, the Darnell that you fear might turn to the fire may in fact be the wheat that you hope will be fruitful and will be gathered into the kingdom. Now, of course, this doesn't stop us from being concerned about those who have the appearance of Darnell, doesn't stop us from playing a role in their conversion and in the proclamation of the gospel to them. But we must never lose hope. It's only at harvest time that it becomes clear which is which. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return 
after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test, and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father.